Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I hope everyone had an amazing weekend and a, and a good Rosh Chodesh Yar. I made a poll on my WhatsApp group about which topic we should talk about on the podcast, and you guys came out with the favorited one, which was believing in yourself. So usually why a person won't believe in himself or herself is because they'll go through their lives, right, and people will tell them otherwise. People will, will make at them negative connotations and slurs and things that will put them down and things that will not be conducive to any sort of growth and that will weigh on a person um it's important to know that <laughs> this might sound like a little crazy but you kind of have no option right you, you kind of have no option but to believe in yourself because despite what anybody tells you in your life and despite what how you're made to feel right you have to learn how to make yourself have to feel a certain way you have to basically learn how to speak to yourself the way that you deserve to be spoken to. You cannot expect the world to change. You cannot expect society to change how they're going to treat you. The whole purpose of life, and this is what you'll figure out from your experience in life, you can try to keep changing the world. It's not going to happen. You're not going to change how people are going to speak to you. You're not going to change um, how people are going to treat you. You just you simply cannot change anything about another person it's not it's not possible you can inspire other people to grow and you can give them logical reasons and you can try to communicate and say hey i don't like it when you speak to me that way it makes it it hurts me it puts me down but you cannot change another person it's not possible the only person that you can change is yourself and that doesn't just mean to to change your midot or just to, to change how you pray or to change your connection with hashem those are all Changes, yes. I feel like sometimes when we get raised, we think the only way of changing ourselves is through changing uh, our relationship with God. It, it's associated to it, yes, but it's not the only way you can change yourself. It's also a mental health aspect. You can change the way, you can change the relationship that you have with yourself. And you can tell yourself, you know, my relationship with myself doesn't depend on everybody else. My relationship with myself depends on me and myself. So if I have a group of friends and every time I hang out with them or when I associate myself with them or when I speak to them, it drains me or it puts me down and doesn't necessarily make me feel good and, and, and inspired afterwards and I shouldn't continue this, this friendship. Like, there's a reason why personally me, I have such a small group of friends. You know, I feel like at a certain point in life, everybody, they hit that, they hit that place where they get very busy with their career and they don't have time for friends. So I'm, I'm getting there but I'm not there yet, right? But even in my personal life, I have my best friend, Oren, and I have a couple other guys that I'm friends with. I don't know if they want their names to be uh, disclosed. But when I spend time with these people, I feel good. I want, even from the moment that I step into the car to, or step into wherever, whatever we're doing with these people, I feel good. Because I know that these people, they have my best interest in mind and that they accept me the way I am and vice versa. So already from the beginning of the chill, or whatever we're doing, it's already good, and we have productive conversations, and we're building each other up, and we speak to each other with respect. Yes, I know, we're men, but we still speak to each other with tons of respect. We speak to each other in a polite way. And it's hard, you know? You have to really build a relationship from scratch and to pay attention to the words that you're using with other people. People don't like it. Like, even though everyone everyone horses around one way or another, deep, deep down, do people really appreciate it when you horse around with them? No, not really. So back to the foundation, you have to know how to speak to yourself the way that you need to be spoken to. 
And what does it start with? It starts with writing down your thoughts and writing down your ideas and learning about yourself. You have to stop what you're doing and to write on paper, why am I feeling this way? And to ask yourself, why do I not believe in myself? What's taking away from me believing in myself? And to try to really just face the reality of what's going on and try to write it down and to think objectively, what's hurting me? What's stopping me from believing in myself? That's one thing. Personally, one thing that I did that really helped me to believe in myself like crazy was just to, 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 do, to like do very risky things, I feel like, you know? Like to just, to just show yourself and to prove to yourself that you could do anything, you know? To go out of your comfort zone and to do things that are different. You know, like for me, it was just like meeting all these people the past couple of months or just like, I don't, I don't know, it's, it's kind of crazy sometimes because I, I still don't believe it, but like I, I, I do believe in myself. And you'll recognize that people are just people, like no matter how many uh, followers a person has or, or social status, status or even a rabbi, like everyone's just a person at the end of the day and all people can be spoken to and they're all reached and as high as a, as you think a person is that's not that's not the case they're they're just regular people who have high belief in themselves and they're go-getters and that's what gives them their social status is because they're very hard workers behind closed doors and that's what it boils down to what you do behind closed doors the work that you put into yourself is going to reflect into society Another argument for why you should believe in yourself is because Hashem believes in you. And that's not a cliche argument. It's a, it's a very realistic um, argument that you can't really defeat. Every morning, right? I know I said this before, but let's say it again. Every morning you say, Modani, at the end of the Pasuk, you say, Rabbi Munatecha. It's, it's weird, right? Rabbi Munatecha. A lot is your faith, God. What does that mean? Shouldn't it be that a lot is our faith that you woke us up this morning? And the answer is no, right? A lot is Hashem's faith because He woke us up today. So if Hashem believes in you and He woke you up this morning, it doesn't just mean that He believed in you to wake you up to continue your average life. Like life is not about living in an average manner. And the reason why I use the word average is because there is a certain idea of, of living an average lifestyle, of living a just below average lifestyle. And that's just that and that doesn't always have to be necessarily in your output. It could be in your input with yourself. Like you're not just supposed to wake up and, and slob to work and slob back home and then slob to entertainment for 10 hours. There has to be a balance between entertainment and, pro- and productivity. I think nowadays entertainment is like 90% and productivity is 10%. It needs to be the opposite. It needs to be 90% productivity and 10% entertainment. We're entertaining ourselves way too much nowadays. And it's, it's really, really hurting us as a whole because... There's just too much time on, on the phone and on the Snapchat and on the communication. And it's like communication about what? Like, what am I talking to you for right now? I, I, I need to go reflect and figure out my, my situation. The growth of self-healing and self-recovery and believing in yourself and all these things, it's a very realistic, uh, it's a very realistic thing to do. It's not necessarily so difficult to just set out a goal to say, I want to work on myself. And that starts with, first of all, knowing who you are, right? You can't, you, can't, you can't believe in yourself and you can't even know that Hashem believes in you every morning if you don't know who you are. What does that mean? This, usually every Shabbat before 
during during Sivudat Shadishi in my shul, I give like a little class. And the guys who are listening to this class, they're going to laugh. But I'm not going to say names. But this started like as a thing. Like I started giving like a little chizuk to, to the younger guys, to the, to, the new, to, the new, to, the, to the new generation in my shul. Like uh, six, seven guys every Shabbat, Baruch Hashem. Um, they like what I have to say. I don't know why. <laughs> um, so I asked them, an honest question a simple question we went around the table and I asked each and every single one of them who are you and and they all told me the same answer oh for example my name is Bob and I'm 15 and I go to this school and I live in this neighborhood next person oh my name is uh, John Doe and I live on and I'm 14 and I live in this neighborhood oh my name is like everyone's just telling me their name and they're telling me where they live and they're telling me what they do. So that shows me that they, their identity as a person is very external, which is wrong. And then, and then one of the kids, he was smart and he, he asked me, okay, Jonathan, so who are you? And I gave him a whole argument and I gave him a whole speech of who I think I am and my, what, what my value is. And it had nothing to do with my name or where I live or what I do. It had to do with me as a person. Because the highest, the, the highest value that we contain in our lives is us as people. And that is a very scary reality. Because we don't want to have, we, we don't want to look to our real value, to, our, to our, our intrinsic value as people. Because that is scary. Because that means wait oh my god i'm actually worth something <laughs> we, we don't we don't want to do that we don't want to actually use ourselves in arguments we don't want to actually speak about ourselves we don't want to actually love ourselves because we, we never did this before society has taught us otherwise but that is such a flawed reality that is not true when someone asks you who you are first of all you're 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 a jew over anything uh, my rabbi in yeshiva once told me this and it's so spot on you're a jew over anything you're not a doctor no you're a jew that does medicine you're not a lawyer you're a jew that practices law you're not you're not nothing you're you're a jew that's practicing that does this to make money he does this to do this and he does this to do that but his his value his and that's such a deep concept because if you you, you have to know who you are in your life you can't just navigate life doing things externally you can't just be like an animal chasing his tail. You have to know with your head and with your heart and they have to be aligned. Who am I and what am I on this earth for? What am I living for? What, what's my purpose? What's my identity? What do I, what do I identify as? Not, not the liberal weird version where people want to be a different gender. No, I'm saying what do you identify as with yourself? Who are you? Ask yourself this question, honestly, who are you? What am I? And then when you figure out who you are, then we can talk about believing in that. But when you don't even know who you are, you, you, can't, you can't start to, to believe in, in that version. It doesn't make any sense. How, how, how are you going to believe in something if it doesn't exist to you? So that's already something. Sometimes I ask my friends who are older, Okay, so what's your value? You know who you are better. Your, ident your, your identity is forming. By the way, you should know this. Your identity is going to always be forming. Like if you ask me even what's my identity, I can give you a very clear identity and what, I, what, I, what I'm here for, what I believe I need to do. But my identity is still, it's always going to be developing and forming. It's never set.
because you're gonna you're gonna go through life and you're gonna learn different ideas and more Torah, and it's gonna change. People say every ten years your spouse changes in marriage, and I believe that. I, I really believe that. I don't think they become a different person, but I think life will either beat them up or life will either inspire them to 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 be better people or to be worse people, and just in their ideas. That's why many sometimes you speak to specifically men who are 50, 60 years old and they're just very, very cold and bitter. And it's not their fault. It's because they were beaten up. They were, they were beaten up their entire lives. They were beaten up with having to pay bills and treating and dealing with people who are mean for no reason. And after a certain amount of time, you just become numb. You just become numb. You don't have what it takes to stand up for yourself. You don't, you don't have what it takes to change your environments or to step up for yourself and to set boundaries. So you just end up getting beat up your whole life and you become numb. And it's sad. It's a sad reality because that's not how it should be. So, again, a person needs to, set, to, to learn who he is. And if you have a hard time getting starting, I'll tell you. You are a neshama. You are a soul. You are a soul that God put that soul into your body. And you're giving this body life force. If you, have, if you, go, if you go to a dead body and you try to touch it, it's not going to feel anything and it's not going to move. It's not going to react because the soul is out of the body. And sleeping is, I think, one sixtieth of 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 death. It's and it's the opposite of a life experience. So this soul comes from God. It comes from under his under the kisah kavod. This soul is unique. It's a diamond that's not cut like any other diamond. This is a unique soul that has unique power and unique potential. And its potential far exceeds the threshold of anything normal. What does that mean? This soul has no limits. It's not limited to limited thoughts. It's not limited to anxiety. It's not limited to depression. It's not limited to to low self-esteem. It's not limited to a person not believing in themselves. It's not limited to negative thinking. It's not not limited to negative self-association. It's not limited to anything. The soul that you have, that you wake up with every single day, has the power to change the world. It's a supercharged soul from God himself that has the power to do anything. Anything. There is nothing that this soul cannot do. And this soul's value is not the fact that you drive a Mercedes or live in a big house in Ocean Parkway or have a big, beautiful family and you have no idea what it even means internally to do this. This soul far exceeds the average person's thinking. What's the problem? I'll tell you the problem. The problem is, I'll give, I'll give you a parable. Let's say you have a, what's that car called? A Lambo SUV, um, a Lamborghini, a Urus, right? A Urus. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. A Urus has like a V12 engine, V8. I don't know. It's like 650 horsepower. Like this car is a super, it's a super car. It's, it's like a mad car. Now imagine taking a Lambo, uh, a, a Lambo SUV, a Urus, and driving it down Ocean Parkway when you have a speed camera every, every corner biting down your neck. You know, okay? This is, that's how it feels like you're trapped sometimes with all these speed cameras. You can't drive. And you want to use the car to its fullest potential. 
And the, the, imagine the engine now, it's crying. It's saying, oh my God, drive me. I'm, I'm good. I can, I can drive like amazing. And you can zoom me down from zero to 100, zero to 200. And we can fly and I can handle it. I can handle, I can handle very fast um, speeds, unlike any other car. And I want to be used to my fullest potential. But instead of using me to my fullest potential, you're just driving me down the street that and you're and you're driving me 25 miles per hour and this is like 10% of my potential bro this engine is going to be miserable it's going to be depressed it's going to be riddled with anxiety why because you're not using this engine to its fullest potential and this is and this is the same thing with our lives you are a soul that is super powered with tons of energy like super saiyan like dragon ball z like no joke your soul has a lot of potential and this soul is gonna is gonna it's it's gonna be very upset if it's not used to its potential. It's not fair. It's not fair to your soul that you keep li- that you keep living a shell of your true self. There is so much more to you that you don't even know even exists to begin with because you never even tried. There is there is a reality that you can live in on this planet on this in this world where you can be happy you can have a lot of confidence you can have no limitations in your mind and you can love yourself like crazy and that is the most important thing that you will ever do need to do in your life if you can figure out how to control yourself how to love yourself and how to believe in yourself and i'm not just saying these nice terms to make it sound nice no i have no interest right now at nine o'clock in the morning to give this podcast other than to actually help you and to get you into a place in your life where you can truly be happy believe me i rather listen to a shiur and drink coffee and just have a chill morning schedule but that's selfish i have something that i can use that can help someone else and i'm going to use it and that's why if you're listening to my voice right now i want you to understand that, the, that a reality exists where you where you believe in yourself, where you have no limitations in your mind, and where you love yourself, where you're not giving in to people, where, you're, where you know how to say no, and where you just know how to navigate your life alone. You don't need people, you don't need people to navigate life. You know, I'll share with you a story. There was, like me personally, out when I, when I, when I figured this out, it was this past summer. And it, it took me to do something so unique and so spontaneous in my life that I actually learned this concept. Because my whole life I was I was dependent on people, and not like everybody, just even like your parents or even just anybody. But like for for, for once in my life, I really tried something new and it worked. I was I, I, I did yeshiva for two years after high school, and then I got cut because of COVID. So I never really got my full Shanabad experience, and that upset me because COVID came. I was in Lev, and we had to go home, and that was it, right? And then I was home for six months, and it was just like horrible. But Baruch Hashem, whatever. Um, so I worked for two years. I went to college, and then I, and then I ended up on a trip to Israel. And I'm like, you know what? I want to stay in Asia over the summer. And this to me was very like different, like because it, it was already way past my time. I was already 21, 22, and it was like a unique thing for me to do. I I, I kind of wanted just like to stay in Israel a little bit longer and just like enjoy that experience that I didn't feel like I've truly got. Just that, that more experience, but it was different this time because I was in the Ashkenaz Yeshiva. I'm super Sephardic, and what, like it's just different. 
I have no friends there and it's like the summertime. It's like everything telling me not to stay basically. And I ended up, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna stay. I put myself in like the most uncomfortable situation that I could ever be in in my life. A situation where I have to make friends from scratch. They're all Ashkenaz. You know, they're all different, whatever. And it ended up being the best experience of my life. Because it taught me that I'm literally just like a person that's gonna that's that's not limited by any with means. And thank God I have a good relationship with Gedalia Fenster, so I, w- I would call him every now and then to ask him for advice. So one time it was Arab Shabbat, and by the way, this 10-day trip to Israel ended up turning into me being there for four months. I was there. It's a whole story in itself, and it was very inspiring. And uh, maybe I'll share it one time, but. So one one Friday afternoon, I'm dry, I'm I'm, come, I'm like I'm in the old city, and I just finished the mikveh, and I, I was I was I was I was manifesting this idea, you know, I was manifesting this idea of oh my god, I can actually live my life alone, you know, and so I'm like you know what, I'm gonna call Gedalia real quick. It's like six o'clock in the morning in in Miami. I did the math, seven hours up, whatever. And I, I, I text him, hey, want to speak on the phone? Right away, he calls me. That's how he is. He's very, like, he, he's, he doesn't waste time. He's kind of like me in a way. Like, we just pick up the phone, we call. We don't think about it twice, you know? And he's like, hey, what's up? I'm about to go into shul. I have, like, five minutes. What's, what's on your mind? Whatever. And I told him, I'm like, Gedalia, you know, I heard this idea that Avraham Avinu, uh, <laughs> something like, Avraham Avinu lived his life by himself, Right? Like he, he came into the world, he lived his life alone, he didn't need anybody. I, I heard this thing when I was in yeshiva. So I asked him, so is that, like, is that like a recipe for our own lives? Does that mean that I don't need anybody? Does that mean that I don't need my parents? Does that mean that I don't need people? Does that mean that I can fully, I could be a fully, and not in a negative way. Does that mean that I could be a fully functioning human being completely by myself without any like fully healthy, fully functioning? Like you don't need anybody. You, you, you can truly develop the only, the only thing that you need is a relationship with Hashem Right The only thing you need to fully function Pray, learn Torah, talk to Hashem That's good enough Because you have a relationship with God And that's the most important one to have Because He's in control of everything And He told me, He's like, yes, 100% And then He told me something else that's personal And He's like, I, I don't know if I should share it I'll share it, fine, whatever He's like, uh, that's why I'm always so hard on you because I know that you have like a lot of potential because he is hard on me, but it's it's fine. I appreciate it. <laughs> but back to the topic. So, so, so this, this really showed me from my life, this proof to me that you don't need anybody else besides Hashem. You don't. The only relationship you need is one with Hashem. And, but sometimes we just need to learn how to have a better relationship with ourselves so our relationship with Hashem could be better. And, you, and when you recognize and when you define for yourself an identity that is a neshama which is a super powered soul that is a piece of god which is great so that defines you as great from the get-go that means that even if you fail in your life completely in external means like you get fired you lose a job you fail a business you just fail fffff it doesn't change your value you get kicked out of your house your parents don't want you it doesn't matter it doesn't change your value as hard as something that you may be going through feel it, it doesn't. It doesn't ever change your value because your value is always going to be that you're a, 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 a son or a daughter of God, and that is a, that. And that is a concept that society will never tell you. That is a concept that people will never share with you. It is a very, very powerful concept. It's a very powerful. 
it's not even a, it's not even a concept. The concept means like it's maybe true. No, it's not a con. It's a fact. You are a piece of God, and that is why you are great, because you are a piece of God. Your 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 greatness is in your DNA, and that's why when you're going to be a parent one day, you have to love your kids for no other reason, just but other than the fact that that they're they're your children. They're your children, and that's why you should love them. They get kicked out of high school, doesn't matter, I love you, you're my kid. They fail, doesn't matter, I love you, you're my kid. No matter what happens to you in your life, I always love you because you're my kid and nothing more. You're my kid. What's, what's, what's more important than that in life? Of course, parents want their children to succeed and etc. Yes, but they have to recognize that, that kids, they just want to be accepted for who they are. They just want to be loved. They don't want to be, they don't want to have to be changed. Yes, there has to be a certain amount of discipline and punishment and, and fear in the relationship. Yes, but overall, there has to be love. There's too much fear, but not enough love nowadays. There's too much kids. There's too many kids that, that can't tell their parents how they really feel. They can't. They can't confide in their parents. And that's why, if you can't do that, it's fine. It's not the end of the world. Some parents are just not built for that. Some parents express love in different ways. Well, this is, but that's why you have to confide in somebody. Try to start confiding in yourself. It's hard to do, yes, it's easier to, to deal with it with other people, I agree. But taking a pen and paper and instead of scrolling Instagram for half an hour, actually writing down how you feel, that isn't gonna get you very far. Because investing a half hour, an hour a day into yourself in the long run will change your life. Because every decision you make will change your life. And choosing to invest in yourself daily will change your life. Just invest in, in, in yourself and trying to understand. And, and this is for everything in your life. Understand who you are. Understand why you feel certain ways, what's talking to you. You have to understand that every single day in your life, situations will arise. And these situations will make you feel a certain way. And that is because you give them a wrong meaning or a right meaning. Right? Obviously, we can all agree that if you give... If you give a hundred dollars to a to a homeless guy outside of a shul and you 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 buy him lunch, whatever, you're gonna feel good. Some things society agrees on, right? But it's not about what society agrees on; it's about what Hashem agrees on. If I give money to a homeless person, I will feel good. Everyone agrees that 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 situation's meaning is good, and therefore you should feel good. But if someone curses you out, you shouldn't feel good, you should, you should feel bad, but that's actually wrong. If someone curses you out, you're giving that meaning a egocentric, self-centered value, uh, 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 meaning, not value, meaning. And when you give it a self-centered, self-centered, egocentric meaning, you will hence feel a negative feeling. But give it this, give, give it, a, give it a, a meaning that's outside yourself. He had a bad day. He's, I don't know, something's going on with him. Whatever it may be, this happened. Do I have a right to take revenge? No. Do I have a right to curse back? No. Do I have a right to put him down? No. What do I have a right to do? To say, I don't like it when you speak to me that way. Maybe you're going through something. I don't know. I still love you. But please try next time when you're going through something. Don't, don't, don't let it out on me because I'm not your punching bag. I'm not your punching bag. Go see a therapist. Do not take it out on me. I'm not your punch. Set yourself a set, set yourself a boundary when these things happen to you in your life, and then 
when you stand up for yourself and when you give the situation the proper meaning, you will hence feel the proper feeling. And the proper feeling is that it's not about you. There is a very, uh, there's, there's a deeper idea that whatever is happening to you in your life is a reflection of yourself. Meaning if you're seeing, my, like our rabbi told us, if he sees a handicapped person or if he sees bad things in his life, he takes it as a sign from Hashem that he has to make tshuva. Yes, there is an idea of that. Obviously, like if, and I believe in that, if, if, if certain people are talking to you a certain way and it's weird, unusual, there's an idea that you should, that you should probably make, you should probably try to make tshuva. There isn't, there is an idea of that a hundred percent. It's not, things don't happen to you randomly, but in general, you, you don't always know why certain things are happening. You, you can't take it. You can, you can't take certain things as signs from Hashem because he'll send people as messengers to tell you certain things. And sometimes what a person tells you, even though it may hurt you, sometimes it's facts, it's spot on. Sometimes a person can tell you like, you know, you're straight up, you're just, you're just bad. You're just like, he'll tell you a certain thing about you that will hurt you a lot because it's true. And that can be Hashem telling it to you because he wants you to wake up and to make tshuva. There is an idea of that, yes. But in general, when things happen to you, try to give them a, try to just always try to look for the positive meaning. And you will hence feel a positive feeling. Take yourself out of the scenario. Take yourself out of everything in life. Work on your humility. Humility is so important to succeed. And you have to recognize that life is not happening to you. Life is always happening for you because Hashem ultimately loves you. So I think we covered a lot today. Um, But one thing I just want to finish with is just to say that there is really no reason for you not to believe in yourself. Like you have to take this practice, you have to practice believing in yourself for, for the right reasons. Believe in yourself not because you're because you're ego and self-centered and uh, I, I'm, I'm the best. No, that's not why you should believe in yourself. You should believe in yourself because you're alive in this moment. You should believe in yourself because Hashem woke you up this morning. And when Hashem woke you up this morning, He didn't just make a mistake. Hashem is very calculated and Hashem is not bound to a bad mood or or he doesn't just do things. Hashem is very sharp and he's on a level of wisdom that we cannot even understand. And we're very far from even to, like grasping upon anything of anything of what Hashem, of what God is. But I'll tell you one thing. As God is great is, he woke you up this morning because he believes that today could you could you could be crazy today. Like like straight up. Like there's a reason why I'll go into like restaurants and, and scream <laughs> that Hashem loves you. And there's a reason why that I'm always like hyped and, and, and happy and ecstatic about life. There's a reason for it. I, I one time learned in a shiur that if a person understood his value and if a person fully trusts has a munabi tachon in Hashem, he would be on the streets like a crazy person screaming. And people would think that he's crazy. I'm not trying to say that I became that. I still think I have a lot of working on myself to do. But to a certain extent, it almost it almost like validated for me, like, yo, I'm not crazy. I mean, I am crazy, but like in a good way. <laughs> like, like the way I am, it's crazy. But it's not because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nut job person. I am a nut job, but like it's it's like it's like a holy nut job. Not a holy. I don't want to call myself holy. Like I'm I'm a nut job because because I have so much trust and and confidence in Hashem, and I just love the fact that I'm a soul. And to me, it's like so, it's it's so like reinvigorating to me. It's like, wow, like I'm alive and like I'm, I'm a neshama and I have the power to like to speak 
and it's sick. Like I can actually talk and I can listen and I can help people and I could do anything. I don't look at people as people. I look at them as souls. And I have a very like way, I like a very good way of detecting like certain feelings about people and reading them. And not that I'm always 100% on with it, but I just like I have this way with my life. And when I heard these things in Shirim and in my life, and I, I was like, yo, like that's that's how life should be. Like imagine we were all like ecstatic and like it's okay, Hashem loves you, it's fine. Like imagine we we built ourselves these 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 realities of just like happiness and inspiration and like like it's okay. Like not all of us have the best homes, but imagine we just built a home outside. Imagine we just built a society that that even within even though society and government is is not not necessarily the best or the healthiest. Imagine we just built a positive environment and yes we know that the Torah does have discipline it does have judgment and it also does have love but I think in today's generation people need love because the punishment thing it works but it just makes people like robots and it makes people serve Hashem out of fear the highest level is to serve Hashem out of love not out of fear and Hashem, that's, there's nothing more that I want than to inspire a generation of independent thinkers not people that just become dependent on rabbis or other people or or an unhealthy relationship by the way if you're like in a relationship and you're young and like you're 15 16 17 it's not it's not good for you this is the time to build a relationship with yourself because you'll end up in a codependent situation and you'll end up hurting yourself if you feel like lonely or you feel like you need a relationship yeah you you you're you're feeling like like by the way like if you're feeling lonely every day or in general and you feel like you need a relationship with someone you need a relationship with with yourself and with Hashem it's not it's not a time now to go uh, talk to a guy who, who chills on Avenue M and, and hits his vape or to go to Kings Highway 7-Eleven or whatever the heck people do nowadays and to, to meet guys I like yeah I I need, I need a relationship with myself and so I could feel better about myself and I need a relationship with Hashem so I could feel my purpose in life and to understand my true value as a human being but instead, I'm going to go uh, chill with guys. And, and I'm, I'm going to go develop a relationship with someone who is not even figured out yet, who doesn't know who he is yet, and who's just like, like again, like a fox chasing his own tail. That's not a proper relationship to be having at this age. It's not. It doesn't, it's not a relationship that, that, that deserves any, 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 any time. You need, a, you need to develop a relationship with yourself. That's the most important one. It needs to be had. It's not a time to, to look for relationships with other people and to, yo, like, I'm depressed, you're depressed, let's be friends. Like, nah, that's, that's, that's just weird. It's, it's not, it's, it's weird. It really is weird. Now is the time, if you're feeling lonely, it's the time to, de- to develop a relationship with yourself and with Hashem and to recognize that everything's going to be okay and life is going to sort itself out. And you just have to believe in yourself because nobody's going to do it for you. Like I said, you come into this world alone and you go out of it alone. You're ultimately always going to have nobody there for you but yourself. And that's why you need to believe in yourself because you simply have no other option. You want to you live, live a life of being average? You want to live a life of constantly being upset? No. So believe in yourself because 
God believes in you, and that's already huge. Because God runs the world, and He believes in you. He believes that you, you woke up this morning and that you can make a difference, whether in the relationships with the people around you or with the one with yourself. You have the ability to make a difference today. And you have the ability to help other people when you figure yourself out and to make a difference in this world. And that is the most beautiful, content, fulfilling, meaningful thing ever. I want to give a blessing to everyone listening that you should believe in yourselves and deep, deep, deep inside, believe in yourselves. And when you believe that you can take the action, take the action. And that's when you make things happen. Believe in yourself. And if you're, if you're not married, you should get married this year. If you don't have Shalom Bait, you should work on your Shalom Bait and recognize that a relationship is constant work and it's constant growth. And if, you, if you're having a struggle with Parnassah, you should figure it out. You should have clarity to make the right decisions. And I really give a blessing to everyone from the bottom of my heart that you should believe in yourself. And at the end of your journey or at the beginning of your journey or at any point in your journey, you should always know and be inspired and be and, and to understand that Hashem loves you and He believes in you. And you should love and believe in yourself and to accept yourself as you are. As, as hard as that may be or as hard as that may sound right now, you are the way you are and your flaws are your flaws. And, and it's, no, it's for nobody to judge. This is the way Hashem made it. And that's okay. The first step to getting better is to recognize that your situation is okay. And the only way you can go from here is up. Have a great day.